0: Welcome back to the Cars Unfiltered Podcast. Today, it is Mike and I. The,
1: uh, yeah, the, the long haulers, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we can, uh, I know we kind of covered some of this last week, but let's, uh, you know, that was just me kind of rattling on for a little bit. So maybe we can talk about the Alcan 5000, especially, um, you know, they've been posting stuff on Facebook, but we can talk about a little bit more of what was going on this last, uh, it was only a week ago. It seems like it was longer, but it was only a week ago. It
1: seems like it was a long freaking time ago, dude, no joke. Um, yeah. and I've been seeing some of the pictures that, uh, that the contestants that actually made it or participants that actually made it, have been posting and dude, uh, I'm disappointed that we couldn't go, you know?
0: Yeah, me too. They got some, uh, some stellar shots. I think they had a um, a photographer. I can't remember who it was for, but some kind of professional. For maybe more than one. I'm not sure.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, somebody's following them around to cover um, to cover the trip for. Um. Oh, who'd we get the tires from? Nitto. Uh, Nitto.
0: Nitto. Nitto? Yep.
1: Uh, however you say that. Yeah. There's. Uh, I know there's a photographer that was staffed by them to cover the rally itself, you know, for, uh, for Nitto. So, um, I don't know that I've seen any of those pictures yet, but just some of the pictures that the participants themselves have been posting on, on the members page and whatnot are really nice. Like there's some real interesting stuff up there that I'm really disappointed we didn't get to go to (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah me too it looks like they're getting into a little bit of trouble and having some fun so yeah, well yeah. we
1: are not the only vehicle to have dropped out so i am uh i, I am both disappointed to say that and also uh comforted to know that <laughs> someone else dropped out
0: <laughs> misery loves company now, unfortunately basically.
1: unfortunately it was also somebody from the vintage class in uh what were they running tom like a, a 73 mini
0: Yeah, so they're actually – well, okay, so there's one person who has a a did-not-start, and they had a 57 VW Beetle, and then just this last couple days ago – They had a
1: DNS too. Yeah, uh, both So two vehicles out of the 50s class had a DNS, which means the other guy would have had to move up to the 60s class.
0: Oh, maybe, yeah. And then uh, just the other day, the mini, the classic mini, died. Uh, it sounded like catastrophic engine issues. Is kind of what it sounded like. Yeah,
1: that one sounded a lot worse than ours. Like ours is is uh, in theory, from what I from what I've thought about since then, um, it's probably a timing related issue. Um, and possibly a a distributor related issue, but it sounds like that Mini had, uh, he has some serious internal problems go wrong and he's going to have to go through a whole teardown and see what, what's what. So that's, I I know that's disappointing for him because he had just, I think they had just torn that down this year, uh, and put it back together for in prep for the Alcan 5,000. It's done some other rallies and things in the past. Um, but that was kind of like a prep time to get it ready for this one.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was a pretty serious little little dude that thing. I mean, or still is, I guess. Um, like they had it outfitted, you know, for some some pretty good, you know, rally racing. It looked like, so I'm sure they'll get it back together and be back on the road. Oh in no yeah, time. For,
1: I have no doubt. But um, just kind of another disappointing thing that they didn't weren't able to make it through the the rally itself. Yeah. But yeah,
0: yeah, and I. Yeah. I haven't actually checked any of the uh um like standings and stuff, but that could be kind of interesting i I am pretty sure we would have got our butts kicked oh, yeah. um, oh yeah. hard <laughs> looking at some of the looking at some of the pictures like these guys like taken off and like and like just the setup that they have is pretty serious. Uh, and we were kind of like pencil and paper. Yeah, situation. we we would have
1: definitely been true to our vehicles' uh, time period. Let's put it that way. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Not only were we adhering to the historical rules, but probably yeah before yeah. that.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know if you mentioned this last week, but yeah, even our speedometer was off by a significant factor. <laughs> Um, which meant that our odometers were both off both for the trip and for the actual mileage. Um, and they, they were, they were I off by, it. it was something like 20%. Wasn't it Tom?
0: Well, it's kind of funny because we figured out, so we quit calling it miles and we just called them. Yeah. yeah we were calling units. them units
1: for a while there. Cause we got, they were so far off from miles.
0: Yeah. And the interesting thing was like, if you're not like spot on, you know, with what the, the gear ratios and everything are, I think that it gets worse depending on how fast you go percentage wise. So, like, you know, that last little bit, we kind of added 10, 15 miles an hour onto our average speed. And uh, I think it was way worse off than when it was, be- you know, what oh, it was maybe. before the trip. Yeah.
1: Um, and, well, and one thing that was disappointing to me, I found out because I did confirm since the trip that there are specific. Um, sp- speedometer driven gears um housings right they're called a turtle and uh mm-hmm. we had swapped the the gear so that it was the right gear to go with the rear end gears with the three fifty four gears in the rear end um but the turtle wasn't allowing it to mesh with the drive gear that's on the drive shaft, and so we had to put the gear from because this was one of the fixes that we did um the day that we were supposed to leave so Wednesday and uh we had to put the driven gear from the 411 gear set back in just so that they would actually mesh and not just make noise the whole time that we were driving um yeah. which is what gave us that factor that's yeah. off so i need to find another turtle um which is probably going to be kind of hard to find for the 354 gear set but i may find a, another 411 and just grind it down so that it's uh a proper profile, you know, but but yeah, that was that little yeah. problem.
0: <laughs> there was, I, I will say, there was like a million little things that went wrong, none of which actually no, and, stopped. And to be us,
1: honest with you, uh, um, but since, since we you know came home, I did a lot of thinking, it, it, there was nothing that would, I that would have changed while we were on the road. Um, and but you can't help but think of the no. what ifs, right. And, and one of my current what ifs was mm-hmm. what if I'd fucking figured out that it was the timing while we were on the road, could we have got it going and got it, got us up and running, you know? Um, but there comes a mental point. I don't know if you talked about this at all last week, but there comes a mental point where you're just fucking thought. And like you said, there were so many mm-hmm. little things, uh, none of which really stopped us. But when you add them all up, yeah. um, I know. I know. Both, both you and I were just, just toast mentally.
0: Yeah. I, I kind of feel like that started to come about when we were standing under the overpass when it was raining and we were both remarking on how fast. Yeah, the I, th- I think that's going uh,
1: <laughs> that was kind of when I think yeah it started to really kick in. Um, but I mean, let's be honest, we were mentally done the night before that when we we honestly called it, right? We said, Hey, we're done. And then we oh, drank yeah. a little bit and hung out a little bit. And then all of a sudden is, well, maybe because I'm a glutton for punishment. Um,
0: well, what happened was the, uh, the, you got an, ele- a, a newer, you know, um, like auto zone, kind of a gauge for the temperature and the fitting broke off in the head uh of the engine and it was just like we had fixed so many other things before that and that was right and that that was 8 30 8 45 at night
1: so there's no way we get to the parts store before they closed and so we we came inside we had a beer we sat down and we were like all right are we done and we said yeah we're done and then uh i don't know i started looking stuff up on my phone while we were drinking a couple of beers and realized that auto zone opened at seven 30. So I was starting to do the math backwards and was like, well, if I get out there and we start working on it, we might be able to get, and so we were back on again, you know, 45 minutes after we called it quits. Um, but realistically, like the mental right. breaking point, I think came then even, you know, we, we rallied for about a day, um, mm-hmm. and drove for a, a day and our, our mental capacities were, uh, they weren't there. So we, we didn't have the the capability I think to just deal with it. It was just too much for us, too much for us to handle.
0: Yeah. yeah and I mean, ultimately like we kind of went until the numbers didn't work anymore. Um, I, I think too, like even so the next, so the thing that we kind of realized was our next 1300 miles was going to be pretty flat. And so we'd be able to go, Basically, our
1: which was about 65, speed,
0: um, which is not you know, like 80, right? It's not 80 85, right? So, um, well, just you know, even just to, cover to that clarify for listeners, a days,
1: and uh, and for my own uh, uh pride, I guess, I definitely wasn't um definitely wasn't 65, but we had a a bad, uh, I guess not bad, but bad for a vehicle that size, um, wheel shimmy. So the, one of the wheels was out of balance and it came in pretty much right at about 70 and it lasted, it lasted to about 75 and, uh, we couldn't Mm -hmm. maintain over 75 without risking overheating for long stretches. Right. So while we could have done like 70, 72, we wouldn't have, right. Tom and I would have been beat to death with the, uh, with the wheel out of balance the way that it was.
0: Yeah. And then as the engine overheated, we started to have, you know, like it would get hot and we start to have other little bit of problems and then, you know, back and forth there. So you have to just slow down and speed up or, you know, whatever the situation was, but you know, we, the next thing was like after that 1300 miles, um, we would have had to go across the mountains and not that the truck couldn't do it or anything, but it wasn't going to cross those mountains, you know, at 65 miles an hour either. So like, and it's, and that's all wouldn't necessarily matter except that, you know, we just, we didn't have, uh, you know, this, the time the time was not working out. We, if we would have left probably, well,
1: even, even the extra know, day, like if we had an honest day like that, uh, that we had planned you know, on leaving the day before, you know, at 7am or whatever, yeah. uh, that would have significantly bolstered our spirits into convincing ourselves. We could have made it even if we would have been a little late. Um, and the rally organizers were generously accommodating and we right. could have met up with them at the, at the next checkpoint or even, even really halfway through the rally somewhere, they would have been fine. Um, But for us, it was just we wanted to get there when the rally started officially and fully participate in the rally. And not being able to do that with the time we had left to get there, um, I think that's what really broke us down.
0: Yeah, and I, I kind of, when I was running the numbers the last day, oh, yeah, like, sure. I, I honestly sure. think once they set off, we would have had a really difficult time catching them. Um, and and so it would be like, I went, it was kind of looking something right. like, yeah, we yeah, could right. probably we'd, catch them. we catch him, them
1: like nine-tenths you know, the of the way through the
0: come back to Fairbanks, <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> like we just...
1: <laughs> right, right.
0: Right, and so we we just stop at Fairbanks and then they come back to us, <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> so But... So there's so actually so there were some surprising things from my end, which you'll probably remember thinking back. Like I was like somewhat concerned about, which actually ended up being not only non issues but impressive. Um, and that was the comfort. So Mike bought. I mentioned we mentioned it in a video or two. I think Mike well, got duty springs for the, rear. Only the, springs for the truck. Now these are not like normal. Oh, yeah. So the, but these are not like uh there's not a spring per wheel. There's like one spring, uh, half moon no, shaped and it, the proper term, just in case anyone wants to look it up, is called a transverse side of the axle, the spring. other side of the axle. So
1: they're actually you they have been used on other things like since then, up through like the eighties in uh okay. some various and, vehicles. But but yeah, go ahead.
0: That's cool. Um, so we like both jumped on the back of the truck frame with that spring on there. And like the only thing that see, appeared to move was the, uh, the sidewall on the truck tires. And I was, I was pretty sure that that was going to be a very stiff ride. And it actually soaked up bumps, like, you know, normal road bumps that you'd see around. Yeah, you whatever, commented on that uh, a lot, to be honest, because truck, we went, we were going through a lot of I construction
1: I zones and things, pretty impressed with. um, yeah you know, cruising at 60, 65 in, uh, in some areas, you know, where it was permissible anyways. And, uh, and yeah, you commented three or four times about how
0: smooth it was. Because you see, you'd see a bump coming, you know, like something. And like in my truck, like, you know, you feel like little bumps, like my truck can absorb, big bumps, but at lower speeds or like smaller stuff, it feels more like a sports car or something kind of. And uh you know, we'd see a bump coming or a little thing in the road and like no, you just hear it. One you wouldn't plus. See it. And uh, like that was that was kind of mind blowing in that old truck. So the other a lot of it's around comfort to be honest with you. So the other thing is the uh the seat and the seat position, the sitting position, um we both were, I think, anyway, we are both kind of worried that that would get extremely exhausting and, like, cramping yeah, up no, no, and stuff like that. It wasn't that, that bad. And we could I actually, definitely have done with a couple of lumbar like, pillows, though. I mean, I didn't feel that bad at all. Like, I was not. Oh, yeah. Yep. But, I mean, I, I think even in that, like, comfort-wise, yeah, right, I think right. we could have made it Agreed. there and not, like, had to get peeled out of there with a spatula. So yeah, that was that was really impressive to me. Um let me see. Another thing is probably honestly too like through quite a bit years. of stuff. And uh, I do feel like <laughs> Yeah. And like quite frankly, like this engine that was like sitting there for how long you said like six years since it had been rebuilt and like like whatever all this like unknown stuff, like it got it got up and went, there was more power than I thought there would be. And it also like, uh, aside from like, I don't know what to call it other than like manufacturer defect design. Yeah, it, I mean, it was um, a little underpowered stuff, with I'd the 354 say, like, gears. It was, it was great.
1: In overdrive, you know, no uh, problem going up like a long grade or something. Right. But I think I'm fairly certain, um, Right That a lot of those issues I would be able to rectify with timing, and this is why I think it might be a distributor problem um but depending on how far out the timing is it may be, it may be an internal thing with the distributor uh the point oh, is I need to pull the distributor yeah. off and uh and just go through it and check it and Unfortunately, I did not do that before we took off because it seemed to run just fine, and I hadn't had enough road tests to be able to verify that um but I think that it would correct the the gradual overheating problem that we had. And it would also give us more power um, in the mm-hmm. mid-band where we were at running at like 1,800, 2,000 RPM. So I think that, plus we had really bad gas mileage. Right? Tom computed it a couple of times with the oh, yeah. uh, like yep. actual GPS mileage where we were at. And sometimes it was as bad as 10, 10 miles (laughs) to a gallon, right. With a freaking like two pot and, uh, and like seven and a half to one compression. Right. So we should not have gotten that poor of gas mileage. It should have been in the range of 15, 17 ish. Um, and I think a lot of that is also attributable to the timing, um, where we were probably running, if not a little retarded, significantly retarded and, bringing that back up advancing it some um would definitely help with fuel consumption and the overheating problem and that's why i think it's probably a timing issue yeah and with mm. without fail every time yeah, i, I mean, upgrade it's kind of one of those everything. things
0: like like it started up every time like it was yeah yeah. Like it was impressive. Like there was no, like, unless, except for, you know, one or two cases where we were messing with the gas system, <laughs> the fuel system, like it always, like yeah, you hit the yeah. key. And, but how good did we get at changing the key, out those <laughs> 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 you hit the switch to start it and fire it right up, you know? Oh, oh yeah. man. It was down to like a Your minute time and a half. <laughs> went down, like down 75% from the first time. But yeah, that was that was definitely interesting. It was uh, I don't know, I don't know why, I don't know what Ford, I I don't know if people, I wonder if people had problems with. So what we think may have been happening. I, and,
1: and the more I think about it, the is, more I uh, think that's probably fuel um, could have been an accurate assessment
0: as we were driving.
1: Yeah, yeah. Some people. Well, we ran into a guy of a in the road. We said he had a fifty-two with Ford with a flathead and. and, and stuff. Like Every older, five miles, you'd have engines. to clean the float bowl out because it would fill with gunk or whatever. And while I don't think we had that issue, um, it just goes to show you that uh, fuel issues were not uncommon with these vehicles. Mm. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say exactly what that is. We weren't picking up enough gunk for it to right. have been like stuff in the lines and in the tank. Um and the electric fuel pump fixed it, but it seemed to only fix it most of the time, right? Because we mm-hmm. still had problems with it when we got off the ferry too. So whatever it was, wasn't completely fixed by the electric fuel pump. And that's kind of what makes me somewhat yep. agree with Tom here in that it was it was probably something heat related with vapor lock that uh, just wasn't allowing a, a steady supply of fuel to get to the carb um, consistently, I guess.
0: yeah but but yeah overall like pretty impressed and i mean i hope that uh it's kind of sad because the alcan is the alcan 5000 summer rally is only once every four years um so the next one is in 2022 if they have it oh
1: i am 100 percent going uh, in 2022 if it's still a thing
0: to go um and i will be taking the same
1: truck so So, there's that (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, if that's the case, we'll just have to find some co-pilots to go with us, but,
0: um, maybe I'll have my own thing by then. Definitely looking forward
1: to that for a little redemption or whatever. Um, but now that the Alcan's over, um, what are we doing with, uh, now what are we going to be bringing the listeners, Tom? What are we going to be talking about?
0: (laughs) Well, uh, so, that's an excellent question. So, I'm not sure. <laughs> but no, we have, there's some interesting stuff happening uh, in the industry. And then also, I mean, I don't know. I feel like people probably get tired of this, but I am still very excited about electric vehicles and those platforms. And there's some massively interesting stuff happening to me, anyway. Interesting, I guess, stuff happening in that space. Um, and so, I will be probably tuned into that pretty close. And then also too, um, there's a few other events that we're, you know, we're still kind of like getting our feet back under us a little bit, but, uh, I am actually thinking about participating in a Raptor only event called snowball, which is 700 miles of, uh, winter on and off roading, I guess you could say. Um, I think in this fall, some, or actually, yeah, not in the fall, uh, in the winter sometimes. So maybe January, February, and then we're also kind of talking about the the whole like this rally format is kind of interesting, and so um, you know maybe maybe we'll take the truck on a yeah smaller, yeah right so
1: once I get the speedometer and things uh, like that I figured out so that
0: we're a little a more accurate rally, for sure you know to um, try and learn how to actually do that stuff. Also, one of
1: the things that now that we're not spending quite so much time dedicated to one thing. Um, I definitely want to get back into uh, interviewing other people who are in the car scene. So keep your eye out for a little bit more of that type of content. Um, because now that we have a little bit of time and summer's still going on, there's still some still some shows and still some cruises and things. Um, we're planning on hitting a few of those, some additional cars and coffee events until they're done in you know September or whenever they're done October time frame. Um, and getting some interesting, uh, insights or stories or whatever we can from, uh, from you guys, you know, from the listeners, from whoever has whatever they have and why they have it. Right. Um, that was kind of one of our goals here when we started this up and, uh, it, it unfortunately went by the wayside as we got very, very deep into Alcan preparation. But now that we have a little bit of extra time on our hands, mm-hmm. you should be able to see some more of that from us. So that, uh, that's, uh. That should be interesting. I mean, I'm looking forward to that. Dude, I am down. I will drive my car for coffee.
0: Yeah, me too. Maybe in the wintertime we can start a cars in Mocha. That would be Yeah, that, that wouldn't be too bad. And that'd be kinda, you know, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to kinda explore some um, explore some options and see what's going on. Yep. Um, yeah, but you said they but were yeah, better represented I, uh, by Corvettes than by Ford. I actually went to a Lingenfelter Ford cars and coffee. Um, actually, when was
1: well, Lingenfelter isn't really. Yeah, like a I Ford don't understand or, where
0: the Ford. I mean, there was some good aftermarket Ford, the Ford stuff that was there, was right? good, but man, the uh, volume there just wasn't. You've
1: got a lot of other other shops for that, right? Like Shelby or uh, Roush or right. I don't know. There's dozens problem. that are like. Ford centric, right? And Lingenfeld felt really a lot more GM centric, in my opinion.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. But they don't do carvers.
1: You know, there's a there's a yeah, Roush uh, machine um, shop. But those other and, ones don't do cars and coffee. I, know, I would go test to a Roush or something or right down like, the street from where I Lean cars oh, and I'll coffee. Let's walk in there sometime sure. and see if maybe they'd be willing to host one.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: We, we we have some coffee, but a car,
0: dude. We'll just like fill up those thermoses <laughs> that you have, and we'll just drive your truck down there. And like, well, we're this is the cars and coffee. Bam.
1: Yeah, there you go. I'm down.
0: <laughs>
1: right. I'm there. Hey, we got uh, like, we got Jerry cans too. Can we and can then we'll, like hashtag and it in on
0: Instagram and just like see who shows up. <laughs> That'd be fun.
1: Done, done, and done. We'll put them on the tailgate. And we'll drive places. So if you see a oh, if you see you a white 35 port anywhere neat. around Michigan or like a Ohio, uh, the it may have coffee in the back. So you know flag us down. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> don't, don't fill your mug and take a swig.
0: Yeah, but definitely ask first, because it may actually be gas. uh but yeah i think we're definitely gonna have some uh some good stuff coming i'd actually there's some other projects i'd like to try and do as well um now that we kind of we we actually wanted to make kind of a small documentary out of this trip uh but we kind of took off and we were very intense and uh focused as we were going and so i actually my biggest regret is i didn't shoot enough um
1: yeah for sure Um, maybe some shorter stuff some some video maybe we can do some um, other
0: video projects and stuff as well like we
1: were hoping to get since yeah we are we are not very good at being involved in something and also videoing what we are involved in yeah
0: we have learned we have learned that like all of this takes a lot more than we thought we were like, well, all these kids are making content. Right. And, uh, yeah, right. for, sure. It, for sure. Like if those guys, there's a lot of work that goes into do that. this. Walk like, away do with that. not underestimate how much work it takes to produce something. Yeah. <laughs> and that goes well, with not everything, normal. building a truck, <laughs> getting ready, you know, like for trips, like everything. So, yeah. Cool.
1: No, uh, yeah. I just yeah, tell everyone yeah, to keep I, on a lookout yeah. for um, like, continuing to cover to, your stuff uh, and uh, a probably, little bit unless you a have little more else diversification we'll now it as we're not as focused and, on one thing.
0: Right, yeah. Absolutely. I'm kinda of looking forward to uh to cruising through some of these other things this year. And there's we have other like car projects kinda of going on as well. So maybe we can go back and like actually cover some of that stuff. I still got my Mustang. That's yeah, you need to get more for the winter time. And the uh the eighty five F two fifty that's uh is actually probably one of the vehicles that's in better shape that I have right now. Um Yep, that's the plan. That is the plan. So We'll be working on that stuff and uh, yeah. Oh, also as a side news note, uh, that Ferrari is that, is that the same one GT that set the record a couple of years for ago, forty-eight million dollars or forty-four or forty-eight. I don't know. I've I seen a few different numbers, but so that was a different two hundred and fifty GT or GTO. Uh, yeah, no, not actually. not a lot, but it I, seems I, like I one comes wrong, up for sale every couple of years. Not. I believe that this. Yeah, there's only like there's only like 36 of them or there was only 36 made. Yeah. The, uh, the owner of this one, he said, so he's got a handful of other Ferraris. He's got two yeah, law Ferraris. Well, I mean, um, and if this you car, the reason He would want to have the money said, to do something that you do like to do. Then He likes racing. Why not the sell it, you know? Better. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, I would race right. it at least once. And I mean, but it, it's interesting to me that because apparently to this is racing his million dollar 1962 Ferrari. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, so he bought it for like a right. mil or less.
0: And I guess he bought it back for, <laughs> you know, like, if, I don't know whatever they were going for back in like the 2000s.
1: Yeah, okay, yeah. So he bought it for he bought it for nothing.
0: <laughs> Probably. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. He said he said yeah, it appreciated more yeah, than his so Microsoft stock. Invest
1: in cars, kids. That's where the money's at.
0: <laughs> Not a bad investment, yeah. I suppose. Right. Yeah. I guess buy that 3000 GT VR4 if you can swing it. But cool. All right. Well, I guess we'll wrap it up then. Thanks for listening and check out our Instagram, Facebook and all of our our YouTube and all of our other stuff. And uh, definitely leave us a review on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. Uh, We would love to hear your feedback. Until next time. See you later.